Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. All right, so so Jamie Baker is here. He's the communications director for the campaign for uh, for Asa Hutchinson, and the governor. Dude, be honest with you, man. You used to listen to the rap on this station before we took it over? I did, yeah. This, this used to be one of the stations I listened to. I'd flip between 95.7, which is... Uh, uh, the country station here in Little Rock, and then you know this had a <laughs> so nice you, diverse catalog of music. Uh, I just don't yeah. see, yeah, Jamie that, that is, is a, a diverse yeah. catalog of music. He's just trying to be well rounded. That's what uh, I like about Jamie. You got to listen to all perspectives. Get, yeah. Of course, J.R. Davis is here, a governor spokesman. Uh, he is in the studio today too, in on a Wednesday because tomorrow uh, they're going to have some people going to have their hands in his mouth working on his teeth. Dentists. Yeah, the dentist. <laughs> I want yeah. people to think, you know, that's something weird that people are Yeah, doing. that's no, true. I just did that today. So, yeah, yeah. I know how. So we, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit of your pain. So, I got to go in and I've had teeth things in the past and I've got a, a dentist back where my folks live. And so uh, they know all the history. Okay, the ins now, and outs. When you went into television, all right, mm-hmm. and you knew you were going to be an anchor, did you go to the dentist and, and tell him that, you, you know, you wanted to, what do you call them, those things they stick on your teeth? Veneers. Oh, yeah. Did you go in and get the veneers? I did not, but uh, one of my front two teeth here, when I was about six years old, uh, I smoked my tooth on a pole because I was very coordinated at six years old. So I've had a chip. Oh, a chip. big chip. Okay. So I've had the same chip issue. It's probably chipped three times, and so just little things like that. Go in and get it fixed? Go in and get it fixed. So that's all I was ever worried about. You know, you've seen the uh, clip from one of the other television stations up there where the anchor lost his tooth on air? I did not. Oh, man. It's it's uh it's probably fifteen years ago, but it's a still uh, very relevant on YouTube and probably today. very painful for him. Very painful, yeah, I would imagine. So he, uh, worse he caught it in his hand and said he has to leave. <laughs> yeah, I need to <laughs> right go. Right in the middle of the show. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go. Yeah, for everybody knows about what's going on with me because it's been this in, never ending mm-hmm. saga. It's oh, coming man. to an end. My dentist told me today, Alec uh, Sharp there in uh, Cabot said, Dave. Next week, we're bringing a part of the appliance in. That's what they call the dentures, appliances now. And they're <laughs> going to put it in your mouth, and they're going to make sure that your teeth will be the right size. And I said, okay. And then he says, and then the following week, uh, it'll be ready. The appliance is going to be ready. So we're going to pull the rest of the teeth out and then put the appliance in. And I said, do I get pain pills? That was my next question. <laughs> yeah. Do I get pain pills? Oh, and he that's said, not yeah. a fun process. So yeah. in a couple of weeks, I'll miss at least two days, maybe three. If I feel all right, I'll come in and do my show on Friday because I've already set up some guests to come in. And I don't like to tell people, hey, come on in and do my show. And then there's a guest host right. sitting there for them. So, yeah, that's uh, that's coming up. But I because I don't have hardly any teeth at the top, I've got – I've developed a lisp because you don't realize how important your teeth are right. for articulation. That's you know, your you don't excuse. Have yeah, that's my that's, excuse. Right. Yeah. Russ, is Russ calling BS on that? Is that no, what he's not. He knows. <laughs> he knows. Because I, I got off the air one day and I walked in and I go, 
dude, I've developed a damn lisp because the, they've taken all my teeth out. You're gonna have to drinking man. something. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, I can, I can back you up on that. I've got a one-year-old son who doesn't quite have all his teeth yet. It is kind of hard for him to talk too. So you got that going for you. You can talk like a one-year-old. Well, it's like your yeah. It's like you know your teeth keep your tongue in the right area. Yeah. And now I don't have it. My tongue wants to go wherever it wants to go. Now, I know. You know? Well, it's the same thing when you get a busted lip or something. You just forget yeah. even the smallest Be really change. careful about what you say about where your tongue goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's setting you up for sexual harassment. <laughs> hey, everybody's watching all over the state. It's I'm, accountability, This right? is not a see. hashtag me too moment. I'm just telling you. That's not happening on the Dave Ellswick show. All right. So I've asked both of these guys in. Well, I talked to Jr. Uh, about uh, a few stories that are going on i'll have jamie in because i want to talk to him about you know i mean look he's communications director you're working with a guy who's been in politics for years and years and years and years does is he expecting you to give him you know some internal advice that that he's supposed to be following uh well i hope so because he's paying me so, so i would assume that i that's just got think i just find it, that interesting because no. i mean ace has been around yeah for, sure and in, in the political realm for a long long time because uh he just wants to make what he doesn't make any mistakes because you can get too close to something and and screw it up i think as with anything i mean hearing other perspectives and you know different opinions is valuable even if you don't always agree with them and having that back and forth you know helps form a stronger opinion on something so i think that's you know Maybe what we're looking for. Now, to reach the millennials, are you going to send out a mailer with a Tide Pod attached to it? <laughs> I don't know. That's better than the new challenge they're doing now. Yeah, I didn't want to bring I was going to bring that up, but I didn't think that would be good taste. All right. But neither is a Tide Pod. I'm oh, just man. Saying, that new thing is just really strange. <laughs> yes, it you is. You better hope you're not latex intolerant. That's all I'll say. I don't want to know how they figured it out. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. That's the biggest thing to me with, with yeah. all these these new ways of like turning ordinary things into you know a high i don't uh, who tries it out first how do they get to that point who says hey you know what that tide pot over there i bet you that tastes pretty good i mean they do they do look good you gotta give them that (laughs) even before the tide pot challenge i remember thinking you know hey these actually those look like a candy or something yeah Yeah. well someone tried it out and and then the rest is history you did hear the one that has come up since the the thing with uh the condoms you have heard the new one right there's one they're, since then yes they're licking toilets now you are up on the millennials i am today. not well i have to keep up with them because i just know the speaking of millennials and speaking of toilets we're swirling the bowl <laughs> you know when you when you hey, hear we're not that doing that oh, kind of not stuff all of us. but when you hear that i mean i don't get that at all i don't understand half of it again i don't know how you get to that point where you're like mm, that, man it's you know that what I think that speaks to tasty. the uh, importance of after school programs. I agree. Yeah, I, I think that would be <laughs> what they are. What are we going to do this afternoon? We got a few minutes. All that right, toilet looks interesting. Serious question for you. Right. Tell us about this story today in the Arkansas uh, Demgas. Everybody, B section C, uh, and I can say C because if you're just listening to the show, you're missing half of it now because you can go Facebook.com/slash Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, tax collections rise per month, but lag forecast states uh, five, uh, $518.5 $518. million March haul marks rise of $8.2 for 17 Yeah. 
Yeah, actually, it's it's great news for the state, um, especially if you look at what we've done over the last three years. We had the $100 million tax cut. We've got the $50 million tax cut, uh, and it's actually been absorbed through the economy, and you're seeing more individuals pay uh, income tax, which means more individuals are out there working. Uh, same thing with individual or with uh, uh, sales and use tax. That's up for the month as well, so that usually is a pretty good um, uh, reflection of the economy and, and consumer confidence and that sort of thing. So while some of the, uh, I think it was below forecast by about $2.5 million, $2.4 million, um, that's, there's some volatility there because it's tax season. So, okay. uh, you know, you've I got... I think we went through that last year, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. You've got about February, March, and April are the three big months where, um, you know, DFNA is, is uh, you know, uh, refunding folks uh, on their taxes. You don't ever know if it's going to be a... And plus, the IRS got started later this year. It was the 23rd last year of January. It's the 29th this year. So things have been pushed back a little bit, uh, so it's difficult to know when those when those months are going to be hit the hardest. So you, you see a little bit of that in the in the uh, volatility there uh, for the month of March. We'll probably have a little bit more in April, but we're in the ninth uh, month, or that was a reflection of the ninth month. We're in the tenth month now of the fiscal year, so we're in a good position, still at the $69 million surplus. Um, so all indicators uh, point to the fact that Arkansas's economy continues to remain strong. We're trending in the right direction. Uh, and I think the numbers in this in the uh, paper today really reflect that. A uh, story out today: two hundred forty-one thousand new jobs uh, now here in the United States. Trump's uh, what up to fifty-one percent now, so he's over the fifty percent mark, uh, and and people liking him. Mm-hmm. But the question becomes, and, and Jamie, I'll just ask you: uh, Can you get too much of a good thing? Can you have too many jobs? To the point that you don't have the workers to fill the, the positions? No, you can't have too many jobs. I okay. mean, there's, there's the opportunity existing is not a bad thing. Obviously, we want a you know, workforce that's able to fill those jobs and that we, you know, companies aren't having to look elsewhere to provide, you know, people that can fill those positions. Um, and so that's actually something you can see a lot of times with the unemployment rate. You know, we dipped uh, to a record low unemployment here in Arkansas. That's a great thing, obviously. As, but, you know, as people start looking for work, they get added into that pool and stuff. And so the ability for those positions to be open and them to come fill those is obviously is good. And so, uh, no, I, th- I think it's, you know, I don't think too much of that's a, definitely a bad thing at all. Yeah, and I'll, but if I can just piggyback off that, I think the fact is that, you know, we do have a low unemployment rate in Arkansas still, even up a little bit from the uh, record low. Uh, the biggest part that the governor is focused on right now is just really the workforce and has been all along and it's just connecting regions of the state uh, with the community colleges the four-year universities the high schools Um, it's really important to make sure that folks are getting trained retrained and and are developing those skills in order to fill those positions because the positions that are coming into arkansas are positions that pay a lot more than what we're used to in the state and that's a that's good news Um, and I'll, i'll throw this stat out there uh, there's a statistic that I think a couple of years ago there were about 100 high schools that were not touched by those work centers, uh, those those career centers mm-hmm. that high schools are usually connected with. That's down to 22. So 22 high schools in the state. That's all that aren't connected to some of these these uh, worker training, these work centers to to uh, get the training they need to go out and, and get a job. That's real progress. Uh, that's exciting. Uh, but we have to continue to work towards building that workforce so we have um, the uh, readily available folks to fill those positions, whether it's a Toyota plan or something else that comes down the pike, 
uh, AEDC just launched, I think it was last week or the week before, the Competitive uh, Community Initiative, which basically just certifies these counties uh, that are that are there's a I don't know all the guidelines. There's five or six that they have to meet in order to be uh, certified as the CCI um, county or city. Uh, and basically, what that means is that ADC can go out there and promote to companies, you know, nationally or around the world to say, "Look, we've got this place in Cabot that has this amount of workforce that are skilled and ready in this particular area. We've got turnkey ready facilities." It just really helps all the counties and these cities really get on the same page to be competitive with the rest of our states uh, to compete for those jobs. So we're really doing a lot of things on a lot of different fronts, but workforce is, is obviously a very uh, a big focus for the governor. But but Jamie's right. You know, the more jobs you have readily available, we'd much rather train the people to fit those positions versus not having those positions to fill at all. So it, it's, a, it's a good problem to have, but we're, we're doing our best to address it. All right, let's get a quick break in. We're uh, at 18 minutes after. We'll uh, break, then we'll come back with more. Uh, we've got Jamie Bar- uh, Barker here, who is the communications director for the governor. we got J.R. Davis here, spokesman for the governor. We've got a lot yet to talk about. Stick around. It's kind of an interesting situation to have, like the campaign manager and the spokesman for the governor's office here. They both work for the governor, but they both do completely different jobs. So we'll talk about it when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. 